And how do y'all? Hi, I'm Leslie. And I'm Laurie, and welcome to Sumo Kaboom! Again, from the closets of That's Leslie right. and Laurie. <laughs> Across the globe to you, just so that we can talk about days one through three of this amazing Aki Basho. I'm having a blast! But before we get to the sumo, I just want to say... We have about 80 bingo cards left. If you want to play bingo with us, go to our website, look up at the top where it says bingo, follow the links, get yourself a card so you can play along with us. And I'm really sorry if you have Abby as your center square. People have already complained. I'm really, really sorry. But sometimes that's just how the cookie crumbles. That's right. It's a dead square. I mean... Unless he shows it, up in week unless two. Unless he shows up, which is a miracle. Because he he's might. getting arthroscopic surgery. I had a hard time saying arthroscopic. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. He's having surgery. <laughs> Orthoscop- orthoscopic. Orthoscopic surgery. Jeez Louise. You did that it. Was, I did it. I finally did it. Um, but that's news. But you never know. He could have surgery and be like, I feel like a million bucks. Let's go wrestle tomorrow. Yeah. You know, weirder <laughs> things happen. These guys are like, my knee has fallen apart. It is now in two pieces. I'm going to keep wrestling. (laughs) I know. But if he doesn't come back, he's a dead square. But everybody else is live. It's a live square. And it's it's very exciting so far. Yeah. Now we jump right into a news flash. Congrats to the 22nd annual U.S. Sumo Open champions. That happened on September the 10th. We saw a lot of people meddling that were familiar names. So a new face that we saw at the Consulates Cup was Edobar Konyeha, and he got a silver in men's lightweight. Ginny Crook we've seen before. Christina Jones got a silver. Jordan Karst, Eric Hyun, of course, Jose Galindo. You know, a lot of names that we know in the U.S. sumo circuit, we saw compete and do very well. But this was an interesting tournament because it had a lot more people from all over the world. A big event and uh, congratulations to everyone who competed. I know that you crushed it and we are always on your side and we love to know what y'all are doing. So congrats. Also, I'm sure people have seen it. We posted about it. Konishki, his new show is officially on the air. It has premiered. So get in there, watch it, especially if you are one of those wrestlers that just wrestled. Or if you're new to the sport and you still want to know how it all happens and how it all breaks down, Konishki does that in this new series. He has uh, filmed with Naro TV, N-A-R-O dot TV. Give that a watch and let us know what you think. We are so excited about it and we cannot wait to watch it ourselves. That is cool stuff on the radar. Now, um, for the first time in 17 years, the JSA is having a fan appreciation event. And it this is going, yeah, it's going to come. amazing. I know. I know. When I read about it, I'm going to highlight some of the amazing things. I was like, I will get to one of these one day, but it's October 6th and 7th, and it will feature wrestlers and fans in one big crazy event. I could not be more jealous. Get this. They're having a number of Guinness World Record competitions. Um, one is most handprints pressed on colored paper for one minute. I and, love it. Uh, Never would have thought of that. 
Nope. Nope. But they're going to have, I guess, a wrestler like Takayasu we saw, and he was very, very fast. They're all so really super fast. I know. Yeah. Also, we're going to see, um, we're going to see some little matches from Hakaho and Tedanafuji and Mitakiyumi. They're all scheduled to challenge each other. There's going to be another Guinness record uh, attempt at how many people they can get to do Shiko at the same time. You know I would and, be in on that one. Oh, me too. I would be me front too. row, like, yes, I will do the Shiko with you. Exactly. Well, they need more than 250 people to do it. and That's all it takes to break the world record? <laughs> it's just 250 people? That's funny. Yeah, but at the same time. <laughs> the same time. <laughs> nobody falling over out of bad balance. That's right. And uh, they're going to have over 22 other types of events over those two days. We're going to see all of the Oyakata, and we're going to see a Chonko, uh, Chonko Nabe event. And uh, we're going to. Old gonna, Maid. Uh, Did you read yeah. about Old Maid? This yeah, is my favorite play, one. Yeah, they're going to play Old Maid. And they're also going to have, like, if you're. I'm sorry, with a wrestler. You get yeah. to play Old Maid with a wrestler at a table. I think that's the best game ever. You might need to back away from the <laughs> microphone when you say that. Sorry. <laughs> I just think that is that is hilarious to me. Like, yeah. sit down and play Old Maid with, with Kakuryu. I mean, what could be more fun? What could be more fun? <laughs> I don't know. But if you are a member of their uh, one of their legit fan clubs, you can also pay to get your picture taken with uh, Gyoji and his official Gyoji outfit. This is not a backup Gyoji costume. This is the real deal. You can take a picture with any of a secretary. And uh, I mean, this is going to be epic. We're jealous. I hope if you're over there, send some pictures. Let us know what that's all about. Anyway, if you've been keeping up with it, Asanoyama, uh, he crushed on his first day and brutally destroyed in the most, I mean, Asanoyama way, a last year student Yokozuna. <laughs> Poor kid. Kawazoe is his name. And I'm sure he was pooping his mawashi. The kid, his name was Kawazoe. He said, you know, the pressure was too great. And he said it was bittersweet because, you know, of course he got crushed. But in another way, it's kind of like a good fortune to be able to have his debut against Asano Yamasan. So I liked that. He was humble about it. And of course, wouldn't you be like scared, you know, about your very first entrance into professional sumo and you go up against Asano Yama? But somebody had to do it. So <laughs> good for him. Um, good for him. But Asano Yama's doing pretty good. So that is all I've got for the news. That would be like going to your first chess tournament ever and getting <laughs> seated across from Bobby Fischer right? and right. saying, well, I know I'm going to lose, but I'm just excited to play Bobby. Right. Uh, exactly. Uh, exactly. So I'm sure he learned from it. Shall we jump into day one? What do you want to talk about? Because each day had some amazing stuff happening. First of all, I just want to say every time we get to day one on these tournaments, I just feel like everything is right in the world. They are so 
exciting. Like day one, two, and three, all the men show up. They're well-rested. They're ready to go. They look and strong. They even more well-rested because yeah. more than half of them had uh, the second week off last time. So they really did seem to get like another week kind of off to rest and recuperate. So they do look very refreshed to me. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because I haven't watched that much sumo for the past six weeks, but every time it gets to day one of a tournament, I have the same feeling. I'm just so glad I'm here. And I'm just so glad to watch. Who probably felt glad they were here is both of our debutantes, our Makuuchi debutantes. They won on day one, Mitoru and Hirida Umi. Yeah. They looked great. I mean, that's a good way to start, right? They looked refreshed. They looked excited, happy to be there. They sure did. And not only did we get that on day one, but we got a super exciting double throwdown between Chiyoshoma and Oho that was super exciting to watch on day one. And we all thought Chiyoshoma won that. But what? No, it was reversed because of a top knot issue. Chiyoshoma's top knot touched down on the ground first. And who doesn't love a top knot reversal? Uh, well, exactly. It made me think, though, like, are all the top knots the same length? Because Ooh. have you ever thought that it's like, well, maybe if you like, you know, like um, Takara Fuji doesn't have a lot of hair on top. And you he, wonder, like, yeah, you when don't, he, he won't when usually he win by top knot. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you, it makes you think, you know what, if Chiyoshoma didn't have as much hair or wasn't as long, then it would have been Oho whose hair touched first but mm. i like watching the beefiness of oho mm-hmm. and i see kind of in him a similarity to um asano yama that kind of big thick boy kind of thrashing back and forth style but he's really good mm-hmm. um I, I don't i don't know i just was impressed by this by this kid and um and how Sumo is so exciting because it keeps it just to the last, literally, like, split second mm-hmm. in the air of who can win. Oh, and, you know, going back one, Teretsuyoshi versus Yu Takayama, who was right before this. Mm-hmm. Another exciting part of day one is we saw the Kaina Hinieri, which we never see, which was like a beautiful two-handed arm twist down. Teretsuyoshi just did a really good job of getting in and sticking like glue to Yutakayama's chest. And so it looked like a pretty even match. They were going out like day one, all pistons firing. Mm-hmm. But it was right like at the end when Yutakayama, he, he, it looked kind of like he was going to outmuscle Teretsuyoshi. And that's just when Teretsuyoshi went for that beautiful. And we just don't see that move. It's just rare. And you see it with some of our, like our smaller guys, our more agile guys. And mm-hmm. Tedetsuyosha gave us price of admission in that bout to me. Yes, so, he did. Um, and then, yeah, following it right up with Chiyoshoma by a hair losing to Oho is pretty exciting. Literally by Literally. a hair. Yeah. Literally. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then a few bouts later, the old Hulk to Fuji showed back up. I didn't even yeah. write down who he fought. It didn't even matter to me because I was just so excited to see the old man back. Last time we saw him, I think he was fighting COVID. He was, he just didn't look really strong. 
in the last Hoka boss Fuji. show. Yeah, he really struggled yeah. last time. But suddenly it was like, oh, the old man's back. Yes. I know. Well, and he was against form. veteran Miyogadu. That's who he was up against. Ah, yeah. ah. I just he, got so excited. Well, he just drove Miyogadu back and out. It was really nice. And he had a good... Um, like he had a good recovery. He got pushed kind of to the ring's edge and he resisted. And then he turned that power back on Miyogaru and just regathered himself and drove like the bull that he is, Miyogaru, back and out. It was really nice. Yes. But but not only was that super fun, on the first day of this right. tournament, the very first day, the first time I got to see my man, Wakamotoharu is amazing. But on day one, to give us an Uchari. On day one, that was so beautifully executed against Saranoumi. It made my whole day. Like, that was one of my top two fights of the day. That one, and uh, maybe the Wakatakakage one, and the Fuji one, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But this Uchari yeah. just set, it just set the standards so high for me, for this whole Basho. If you're going to give me an Uchari on day one, you better give it to me again. I know. Well, you know what was interesting about this match is and that Sada Noumi looked good too. He was the one who was kind of in the driver's seat for this, and he forced Waka Motoharu all the way to the edge and almost out with like this massive charged post Tachi eye blast. But, but, but was it enough? No, no, because like that's the sneakiness and why everyone loves the Uchari because right at the edge, you're like, oh, Waka Motoharu is had, and he ends up pivoting and doing that backward backwards pivot throw throws himself at the somehow at the same time somehow and twists him sadana umi down to hit the dirt first it just is kind of it's a like matrix move grab it's so cool. it really is i think i wrote that later on it really some of these guys have matrix types move matrix type moves and that was one of them that was yeah. beautiful to be I able also, to twist your opponent out to the dirt first as you're falling. I mean, that is just, it never ceases to amaze me every time I see it. And I see it well done from somebody just like standing on their tiptoes on the Tawada on his way out. And then, yeah. boop, nope, he didn't hit the ground first. Choo, right. I just love it. <laughs> you know what I loved, but for another reason. Okay, Hoshoryu lost against Tamawashi, but Hoshoryu had like this murderous sort of energy on day one. And he just came at Tamawashi. Yeah. And what was funny is that even with all of that murderous energy, you cannot take down Tamawashi, the strong man. I mean, Tamawashi just pushed and easily like tossed Hoshoryu off the doyo. Like Hoshoryu did a good job up top of staying upright and kind of or like meeting Tamawashi with like this really huge tachi eye at first, but then he just couldn't stand up against the very, very strong Tamawashi blasts. And, you know, some of these guys have strong blasts and it looks strong when you see it coming from Daesho, but Tamawashi does, he looks kind of more like a bar bouncer, you know, like, hey kid, get out of here, like shoving him out the door. Mm -hmm. And Tamawashi, of course, looks strong, but there just must, must be something. I want to desperately talk to somebody who goes up against Tamawashi to tell me, what is it? He is such a strong man. His blasts are so strong. 
is it all that different or is it the height that comes down at people? They just can't stand up against it. I guess the fact that he always goes for someone's neck and chest, like there's nowhere yeah. else he goes. He just yeah, goes that... for center, upper chest or neck. And well, it's it just so satisfying. It's like precision focused blasting to someone's it, chest and they can't, they, there's like nothing that can be done other than it, just back back away or, it's or just very... go with it. It's just so satisfying to see someone put Hoshoryu away on day one right. with that move. Yeah, yeah, I think I wrote in my notes, teehee, and then I wrote, <laughs> then I wrote, you shall not pass, because that's what it seemed like to me. It's like Gandalf standing in the center of the room with the st- staff and then, you know, center of the doyo going, you shall not, you shall not pass. It was just yeah. so awesome. Old guy versus new guy. I loved every second of that bout. Kotonowaka did a great job against Wakataka Kage. He completely wrapped up Wakataka Kage, did not let him escape at all. I was really surprised at how simple and straightforward this win was. Yeah, I think Kotonowaka somehow, he doesn't seem to have a lot of huge movement, meaning like he conserves a lot of that. Like other guys flail with a bunch of arms and he seems patient, reserved, and doesn't do a lot of showiness but with all of that energy he seems to focus it well and he kind of just it looks like small sumo even though he's a huge man but he managed to just be really smart about how he approaches you know his opponent and he get he got under wakatakakage's pits lifted up and basically backed him out to the edge and and ultimately out um, it and he looked didn't... easy almost. And I it can't be easy against Wakataka Kage. No, that man is so fast and uh, can easily move to the side. And I was just really impressed by Kotonowaka being able to keep him right in front yeah. and not let him escape and just walk yeah. to the back. So it, it shows he's got just a ton of strength to be able to keep Wakataka Kage right in front of him like that. Yeah. Well, I just have to say... I am always team Kiribayama. I'm such a huge fan of his. I Best fight of the day. Yeah. Best fight of the day. Yes. Should I break this down or you want to? No, go for it. I will just say in this match, he showed so much promise for what's to come. And his his heart, he gave his full heart to this match and that's what I actually love the most is that he's getting better and he's so close and he's just all heart okay did Kiribayama win this fight against Terunofuji no No. I'm just gonna cut right to the chase no (laughs) but it was the best fight of the day because so many different grips were tried and changed in this bout, they were both like low and super twisted to the side. You could see each one of them got into what looked, what appeared to be a moment of trouble and then would get back in the game. There was an arm bar, but you know, Terunofuji couldn't quite finish Kiribayama. Kiribayama just, he showed an amazing ability to stay in the game, in the ring. It was a long match. Kiribayama even tried to trip Terunofuji at one point. Yeah. Eventually, Terunofuji pushed Kiribayama out, but it was 
it was a, a longer match that showed a lot of patience from Taran Fuji and a lot of speed and ability from Kitty Bayama. Yeah, incredible effort. Yeah. Um, by Kitty Bayama, but also Taran Fuji, because when everything but the kitchen sink was thrown at you, he managed to stay calm and still do his job, which was beat Kitty Bayama. But uh, it was close. It yeah. was close. And I think probably Ted and Afuji knows that in enough time, Kitty Bayama just might have his number. Yeah. Day two. I, well, the first match I really wanted to talk about, maybe you have an, another match before this, was uh, the Tochi Notion versus Miyogadu. Oh, yeah. That was an exciting batch. Batch, match. <laughs> Battle and match which together is batch. Right. It was an exciting batch. batch. It was an exciting batch. And this one I, I liked because at the Tachiai, Miyogaru did a bit of a, like an a, like a sidestep. I think it's called an inashi. And it was basically it was a quick hit and shift. But Tochi followed well. and But that's when, you know, he did his usual forearm blast. And like in the, in the slow-mo, every time I see this, I just think, I don't know how anyone has a tongue left if they haven't bit it off already, like by these forearm blasts. They are a just tongue? Yeah, like having your tongue between your teeth and then someone slams up on your on your chin. Oh, like from below. Does. Yeah, because that's what it is. It's brutal. And Miyogadu, right after he got his bell rung, he kind of stepped back and kind of separated a bit. But then he goes back in for this brutal. Notawa and pull down attempt. It was just like, oh, you're gonna forearm blast me. I'm gonna death grip you. And he did. It was like the slow <laughs> slow-mo was murder. Mm -hmm. But Tochi Notion's so strong he doesn't budge. Tochi Notion instead dislodges Miyogaru's arm and ducks under for like a grip real fast. But Miyogaru denies that. Instead, he gets under and rushes Tochi Notion backwards to the edge. Tochi Notion, I never think of him like shifting easily just because he's so body, like bottom heavy, but he does. He shifts sideways. Miyogaru charges him backwards again, like a linebacker, halfway around the doyo until Tochi Notion sets up for a throw, except that Tochi Notion ends up being thrown and he ends up hitting the dirt first. And it was a win for Miyogaru, but for me, I got my money's worth because I always get my money's worth when bo both guys throw themselves at the same time and somebody hits the dirt first. That mm -hmm. is a little unexpected. So that's mm -hmm. I liked that one. Yeah, I did too. I also liked the one right before, Nishiki Fuji versus Kota Shoho. They're both such younger wrestlers and they're yeah. newer. And I just thought, okay, this is our next generation coming up here. Our next yeah. generation of wrestlers. Here they are. Um, and Nishiki Fuji just looked really strong again on day two. And I'm liking what I'm seeing from him. Yeah, and also Kota Shoho in that match seemed like either he ran out of energy or he sort of gave up. And that may have been because his mawashi was literally over his boobies. Like I was going to say, I think it was that frontal wedgie <laughs> that he received as he went out. That would like, bring I'm a strange either, look to anyone. Yeah, I'm either going to reveal a lot of myself if my mawashi falls off. Uh, yeah. But there was either he gave up or he had nowhere to go or he had nowhere to go and he was about to reveal a lot. He himself. got 
Yeah, come to think of it, he did get a little camel toe from yeah. that, didn't he? <laughs> he did. I'm surprised it's not a kimarite. The camel toe kimarite should be one. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> uh, but the one that I liked after the Tochinoshi fight, I'm hoping you're going to talk about this one, Hokuto Fuji versus Zonosho. Yeah. I mean, okay. epic, epic Tachi Eye Blast from these two. And the crowd collectively went, oh. Yeah, because like, that collision was huge. It was like two cars. Or bears thrashing it out. Like, it was an enormous blast, you know? Yeah. Like, you know that if you were sitting anywhere in that arena, you would have felt that in your chest. Yeah. What was cool with this one, there was just so many switches, like Maki Kai, so many momentum, like rushes out. But each time, both of these wrestlers resisted at the edge each time that they were driven basically to the edge. And it was like, finally, it was like an exciting match of just pure brawn. And I mean, I, I know that's what every wrestler is, but this one looked looked gladiator-esque in style. But yeah. Hokuto Fuji rushed Onosho to the edge, finally. Onosho held on with his toes. It wasn't enough. But an extra nudge from Hokuto Fuji basically did it, and Onosho was was toast. What's that cartoon? Uh, is it He-Man? Where he would go, by the power of Grayskull, oh, or something Conan. like that. Isn't that, that was Conan? Conan or, or... I don't know. It was well, some Superman early. Doesn't have gray skull. I no, think no, no. I thought it was He Man. Anyway, it doesn't oh, matter. No, you're right. He Man. I thought you said Superman. You're right. He. I think it's He Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I after this fight, I just thought, oh, that should be by the power of Hulk to Fuji, I shall win. He just, I just love that fight that he brings. Yeah, I've Me seen too. it in some other wrestlers too, but I just, I particularly love it when he brings it. It's just yeah. good. You know, what's fun for me is um, not who it was against, but the uh, good old Ura trickery, the old <laughs> hit and duck into a sotogake, lift up on the leg, and Takayasu was just hopping his way out of the doyo. <laughs> and the same thing happened to him last Basho. I so know. you would think. You would think. You would think he would plan ahead. It. Yeah. But, but ugh, Ura is nope. so fast and so far down there. Maybe it's just hard to see him over his belly. Well, they're both, yeah. I mean, I imagine bellies get in the way of most of these guys, but you never know. <laughs> no. He must oh. be extraordinarily fast. Or um, he just, maybe he was just surprised. Or he just simply wasn't there after the Tacha. It's like he blasted forward, and I think Takayasu was ducked. just, he was so intent on not running out of the ring Right. And just that split second was all Ura needed to lift up that knee and get him again. It just must right? suck. It must suck I every know. time that happens to you. It must. Well, it also in kind of the similar way happened to Kotonowaka and Hoshoryu because Hoshoryu did that leg trickery against Kotonowaka with the Ashitori leg pick. And uh, Hoshoryu, then he got the right inside grip and he could pretty much manhandle Kotonowaka backwards and over the... Over his leg, he kind of escorted him backwards over his leg. And it, it it was just like another one of those things where you got a big guy with a big belly and somebody going at their legs. And it is a vulnerable spot, you know, because they're going to topple. And that's exactly what happened to Kota Nawaka. And I'm sure you got the win. So how about the last two bouts of the day? Yeah. Favorite of the days. Favorite of the day. Favorite of the day. Yeah. Well... 
I have to say my boy Kiribayama versus Shodai was a very nice match. Shodai had this at the beginning. He had it. He had it. I know. He absorbed it. Like basically Kiribayama catapulted himself at (laughs) Shodai. Yeah. Yeah. Can can we can we break and say that Shodai's day one was great? We didn't we didn't talk about that on day one. He had a wonderful win. On day yes. one, so he was. And looking I great. would even, I would even say, with this match, he looked good. He didn't shy yes. away after he got the initial Tachi eye blast. He continued that second advance, which he normally retreats. So he just got a good dose of like a catapulting Kitty Bayama coming straight out at him. He gets in and he does like a really great pull down attempt on Kitty Bayama that has him that has Kitty Bayama stumbling forward and almost out. Kiribayama stays in. He stays nimble and he turns around like a, I think he does a full circle. And Mm -hmm. I've never seen a full circle actually work because most wrestlers get disoriented and they can't turn around quick enough and get themselves centered. But Kiribayama does it. And he he like sets himself real close to Shodai and he thrusts back on Shodai. Shodai calmly gets in though and tries to get a grip on Kiribayama, but Kiribayama is just too quick and too fast to get a hold of. Kiribayama manages to finally get a nice grip on Shodai and takes him on a bit of a merry-go-round and manhandles him sideways out. It was beautiful. I mean, Shodai did a good job, uh, Meeting somebody who is as fast and as cat-like as he is, but he just didn't win out. And Kiribayama, he was like, if I lost the day day before throwing everything at Tedanafuji, let's see if I have that same energy throwing everything I can at Shodai and see how I come out. And he came out on top. I think it's that trait that uh, never go out. That yeah, style like of the fighting. miracle at the edge business. Yeah. Well, like you're never I, out I, until your foot touches the dirt. Yeah. Out. I think that is what is helping Kiribayama rise that yeah. up through the ranks. And I think for a split second, I think Shodai thought that he had won. Yeah. I think he didn't. Either he wasn't fast enough or he chose because he thought Kiribayama was going out, chose not to go in for that final kill. But there was that half a second of, oh, is did I get him? Did I not? Uh, and I think that is what sort of allowed Kiribayama to regain his balance and get in there with his favorite grip against Shodai. And then Shodai was just like, oh, shoot. Darn if it. you manage to just blink an eye, that's about as fast as it is. Yeah. If you were, if you lose... Your focus until you see that Goombai fan go in one direction or the other. Like if you are just out of it for that split second, that split second is long enough for somebody to change the whole course of events. <laughs> you got to say this about Shodai's fights. They're always exciting. They are. They are. They really yeah. are. It's he's never like you're you're never thinking, um, oh, we're gonna get the same style of sumo as everybody else's and he's just gonna shove a couple times, it's gonna be over. You have no idea what's coming at you with Shodai. Yeah. I think he's bendy, I think he's agile, he's flexible, and he's kind of like that bobblehead. He just shakes it off. He's just he's just not tense 
And I think that that's one thing that helps him. He's just loosey goosey and it, and calm, I think. And and maybe that's what hurts him is that he doesn't have that. I'm going to go out and murder someone thing like Hoshoryu has, but he's just like, whatever you throw at me, I'll, I'll deal with it in my own kind of way, my own loose way. And sometimes you get the win and sometimes you don't. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a fun match to watch. Mm-hmm. What about that Tedanafuji versus Toby Zadu fight? Oh yeah, nothing to write home about. Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> Not- it was nuts, nuts. Toby Zadu before the match looked like demonic in his eyes. You know, he always is what? blinking. Like he's always <laughs> blinking his eyes. He closes them and then he rolls them the second he opens them. He, I don't know why he does that, but he's got something in his eyes. Maybe he has dry eye syndrome. I don't know, but he had like. Going into this match, there was something in his look that was like, I have exited my body and now I'm in someone else's body and it's a demon and it's coming straight for the Yokozuna. Maybe. Like he was on drugs. It was crazy. (laughs) He had incredible persistence in this match. Uh He had a plan and Toby Zaru stuck to the plan. What I liked is I feel like the last time he saw... Anytime he sees like a wrestler that he knows he maybe doesn't have the right skill set for, he kind of steps back and gets slappy slappy and he observes and he stays at a distance. And it's looked almost scared, like he's scared in the past. But this match was when I finally saw the method to his madness and how it worked to his advantage. Because if I remember correctly... It kind of looked like a joke. The same thing. The Tachiai happened, but he just stood back to kind of get an eye on the Yokozuna. He he stayed away, but slapped over and over, kind of like a kid would be like, no, stop that, stop that. And they both just kind of slap blasted away at each other for a really long time. But Toby Zaru was patient. He repeated the same rhythmic blasts at a distance with and and, and like with the Yokozuna and exchanged that way too many too many times but that was the magic it was like he kept that rhythm he got yokozuna thinking hey this is all this kid has for me in store so he kept the rhythm up and then after he did it just one too many times he screwed up the rhythm of that and that's in that split second when he got in and got close and he got a grip on the yokozuna and once he got that grip inside, he rushed Tedanifuji backwards and out. But, uh, I mean, everyone was shocked. I think he was shocked. But I finally saw what I have seen him attempt with, especially uh, Takakesho. I've seen him do the same thing, where he doesn't get close. He slaps. He stays distant. And he tries this kind of, like, just little slappy slaps. Like, nothing's going to happen. But it's like a distraction technique so that he can use the rhythm on his side. So when he breaks it, he can get like sneaky and get in there and get a grab. Anyway, blew my mind. You could see, I mean, Toby Zara is a pusher thruster. He's not a belt guy. And he gets super nervous around Mongolians and people who are really good on the belt. Because he knows that if he gets caught... That's going to be the end. So you could see him going, okay, I'm just going to push and I'm going to maintain my distance. Right. And I didn't know what happened here because Terunofuji 
I mean, he did a great job just going, okay, you can keep your distance. You can keep your distance. You can keep your distance. I'll just push you back. I'll just keep pushing you back. I'm going to keep swatting at you. Yeah. yeah. I'll keep swatting. But I don't know what happened with the rhythm or if Tara Nafuji just got annoyed that it was taking so long. Somehow, Toby Zaru got both of his arms underneath Tara Nafuji's armpits and walked him out. I couldn't believe what I saw there. I, I couldn't. Either. It was a huge upset. Toby Zaru should not have been able to do that <laughs> at all with Tara Nafuji. I don't know. I still, to this day, I don't know how that happened. It was a weird one, but you know what? Like winning is winning. And when you have, when you don't have the skill set, to meet Ted and Fuji with Ted and Fuji's type of big man sumo. And he's so well-versed, you know, he can do anything. Toby Zaru's got one trick and this was like, it was a great plan of attack. Like <laughs> it, it's a weird one. I don't know it's that like I agree. A, he's got one, one skill. I, I mean, the man can do a well, lot. That's why yes. the spirit of the monkey. flying monkey is right. strong in him. Right. He's got a lot, you know, but little monkeys can be really annoying and, <laughs> He did that. He just slapped away like an annoying thing. And it annoyed the hell out of Ted and Fuji. And then once he saw that, he was like, and now's my moment. And I get in super quick. I honestly don't know if it was speed on Toby Zoro's part. Like, did he just get in there at just the right angle at just the right time? Or I don't know if Tara and Fuji just stood up like, oh, my God, what is going on? I do not know. (laughs) I I'm still just amazed every time I watch it. I don't know how Toby Zaru did it, but it was a gold star for Toby Zaru. Yeah. So that's super exciting. That will be on his record forever. Yeah. That means more money for him forever. And uh, you could see Tara Nafuji did not like it at all. I love love his grumpy face. It's not going to be Toby Zaru. So that's why he was. He was except about it. Except on day two of this Aki Basho. So anything can happen. So That's kudos right. to Toby Zaru. And oh, Tara Nafuji. Gotta keep a watch. That's right. What about day three? All right. Day three. Hira Daumi completely smoked Utah Kayama at the beginning yeah. of day three. And if this he continues is three and oh. I know. If this continues, he's got the best place on the Banzuke to win this thing. Right. Right? <laughs> Well, it could be in the running two. for for the week top two when prize. he goes up against the Yokozuna. <laughs> just just stay at it, Hirodumi. You're looking great. Okay. I'm going to skip all the way to Wakamoto Haru because he didn't just give it to me on day one. He gave it to me again on day three. Yes. Another Uchari, this time against Takara Fuji after this long standoff where Takara Fuji was going for Wakamoto Haru's belt and Wakamoto Haru had him blocked. I mean, it was a long time. They were kind of looking for for their preferred grips on the belt and it just did not happen. And after a while, Takara Fuji was like, okay, I'm just going for it one big old time. And it really looked like, again, like he had Wakamoto Haru, but I'm completely down for this. Two Ucharis within three days of the Basho. Wakamoto Haru has my number. That's how you do it to me. Yes, you give me Plus, Uchari after Uchari after Uchari. Plus, he has a perfect sumo physique. He really I does. I really like that kid. I do, too. I mean, yeah. I like his brother uh, a lot, too. But uh, I like... Yeah, I'm loving his sumo these days and staring at his body. It's very nice. (laughs) 
What about what a, Hoshoryu versus, yes. versus Ichinojo? Okay, that was a masterclass in how you take a big sumo wrestler down. Yeah. How do you do it, you ask? You get in close, <laughs> like Hoshoryu did. You drop your hips. You spin so fast. On the merry-go-round. That, that's right. That, that <laughs> The big man cannot stay up to your speed. And then you try to trip. And yeah. if it doesn't work once, you try, try it again. Try again. So it took two tries, but Hoshoryu did it. Yep. Yes. Soto Gake. And the big man went down. And I think we all loved it. Right? Oh, I loved. I mean, I don't like to see Ichinojo go down, but I like to see um, Hoshoryu think quick. And he's up against a Mongolian. You know, Ichinojo may be big, but he's not like it's not like he's clueless about you know leg work. Um, but yeah, it's fun to see. Yeah, it was really fun to see. Yeah, I'm gonna skip over a Kiribayama fight unless you want to talk about this one no, on day three. You just go straight into that Ura Daesho fight. Okay. Yep. This was a huge pushing battle between two guys who I never really thought until today, they actually have very similar bodies. They do. And you know One's what? a little taller, but they're yeah. really similar. They are. And, similar and they're style. both bendy. They're so friggin' ben- bendy. I mean, Ura is exceptionally bendy. Yes. But Daesho is, if somebody's thrusting at his neck, he does retreat backwards too. I mean, they all have that. They have to have that flexibility. Yeah. But Ura's is nuts that's what kept him in the game is just being able to withstand daesho's notawa or thrusting or tsupati or whatever is happening to his head they pushed each other ura looked like he was pushing daesho out and then daesho looked like he was pushing ura out it went back and forth and back and forth and just at the last at the last moment you could see Daesho he was pushed up against the edge it looked like he was going out and he was like no I am going to win this thing and so with a huge push he pushed Ura back and he must have blinked because then right at the edge Ura just slipped his body out to the right and Daesho ran himself right out of the ring. But the best part, like the be- I mean, not only was all of that really great, but when Ura slipped to the side, his arms were like way up, both of them lifted high up in the air, just like a Rocky movie. And then you could see this moment where he was like, oh, no, that looks like I'm I'm, I'm excited. Not I'm, I'm not, not supposed, supposed to do that. I'm so, not supposed to. Yeah, but I'm it was pure about. instinct that I, I mean, everybody loved it because... Yes. They never get to do that. And it was just, it's, it wasn't purposeful. I'm sure he got busted for it, <laughs> but you could see his pure joy of that. that yeah, like that felt. worked. Oh! Yeah, he could not help it. That was the best match for me of the day. I mean, was we it? could talk about other things, but that, that's the one that Tsukio Toshi win for Ura did it for me that day. It was really, really exciting. I'm I'm really enjoying watching Ura fight at this high level. I really wasn't sure how he was going to be able to compete at these higher Maegashira numbers. Yeah, me too. I thought because of his size that he was really going to have trouble. But um, he's doing much better than I thought he was going to do against people like Daesho. Yeah. And you know what? The, also that day, uh, Tobizaru was either out of it or still dazed from his win before because he got 
just friggin' blasted by Takakesho. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Toby Zara must have still been on a high from the Terranifuji yeah. gold and star. Just and a then sober he just awakening. Yeah, he just got cannonballed right into the second row and, <laughs> and had to he, sit there for a second. I know. And the poor man behind him, he couldn't get up, but the the poor little man behind him was just smushed under him for as long as it took Toby Zara to <laughs> find his bearings and like get up again <laughs> what was it day two aoyama it wasn't even an exciting fall but aoyama just sat in someone's lap on that front row and i, <laughs> I thought, wish that was oh. me i would like to just be like you the fell but let me just give you a little hug right now while yeah. you're right next to me <laughs> the size of that body on your lap would just be amazing would it not yeah I do want to give super big props, though, to Midori Fuji for manhandling yeah. Shodai on day three. Shodai could not shake Midori Fuji at all. No, Once just... Midori Fuji got inside Shodai's arms, it was done. Shodai was out. And that was a surprise win for me. I did not expect that yeah, to happen. Nor did I. But then I reminded myself that Midori Fuji is sitting at Maegashira 1. And it's almost But surprisingly, like, surprisingly at Mike Sherman, I would say. I know. But I, that was my mind. I was like, how did he get here? I thought he was like a Mike Sherman 12, but he's been doing great. And I know he's had some special prizes in the past. And I, I, I take notice, but then I quickly forget. Um, but he showed his skill up against Shodai. And you know who else did is Meisei versus Mitake Yumi. Mm-hmm. Meisei. I mean, Meisei, you would expect it at Maegashira too. We've seen him for a lot longer, but he took care of Ozeki Mitakiyumi on day three, which was a little bit of a surprise because I felt like Mitakiyumi was looking good and uh, he just got out wrestled on day three. And then, of course, to take it home, Tedanafuji easily disposed of Kota Nawaka on day three, which I was like, okay, whew, I'm okay. I don't have to worry about him being like completely injured or something. Actually, um, I, I noticed after this bout that he was limping quite a bit on the way back. Know. Yeah. And he was grimacing a bit in his face. So I'm a little worried about him. He's yeah. just not, he can move amazingly fast on those right. knees. And he had to do a lot of lateral movement in that battle right. against Kotonawaka, well, if I'm remembering is big, so that's not an yeah. easy... But still, I'd yeah. like to be limping that much, he was favoring one side of his body over the other on that whole walk back on the yeah. Hanamichi. And I know these wrestlers are used to fighting through injuries, but I'm always just so afraid of that man. I really do feel like it's he's one fall away from retirement. And I know. Uh, I go How back and forth. Advil does he have a day? Like I know. How many? Adv- I mean, Konishki said the same thing. He's just like, yeah. I was on and still am on painkillers like every single day so these guys just must be popping painkillers like this is unbelievable injury you know people in like Dak Prescott broke a finger you know and it's like he's out for six or eight weeks but like these guys break a finger and then they're just like they just tape it to the next one and move on Yes. Yeah. Like, have you seen Daesho's hands? They're like taped together like lobster claws because I think he's broken every finger. Good God. I mean, these guys are intense, but oh, wow. But How you know what? This? What? I just found out today that Ricky Saburo Kakoryu now has a Twitter. He has a Twitter. What? And, and I friended him. I friended him. And I okay. sent him a hello. <laughs> 
I said him a hello, Jeff, just because I was so excited. But I yes, know. he is on Twitter now. Can you believe that? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yes, I'm I am so too. Excited. Y'all, I mean, this sumo stuff could not get more exciting. Like three amazing days of sumo. We just had a couple of American tournaments here. Uh, Kakoryu on Twitter. Uh, fan fan things going on in Japan where people are going to play old maid with sumo wrestlers. Everything's coming up sumo. Uh, Totally. Yes. (laughs) I would sing along with you, except I don't have my singing voice back just yet. Just yet. Well, that I think is it for us this week on Sumo Kaboo. Make sure and get your bingo cards. There are 80 left. So yeah, y'all sure get those. There's some awesome prizes. Well, all right. Until next week, we'll bring you days four to ten. I am Leslie. I'm Laurie. See y'all later. Bye. Ciao, mata. Mm-hmm.